Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Peak Community Church Ash Wednesday service. Since this is a night of confession, I have I have a confession. I am recording my confession. I often get stuck in the snow. This happens to me a lot. I, my boys have been with me when I've been stuck. Well, there was the time we slid into the trailer and then we got stuck because we were on top of the trailer. Um, there was the time I visited Harvest Farm actually to get a trailer for the um, living nativity and I tried backing into the trailer and there was a snowbank, or there, there was a ditch filled with snow and the snow was so deep that my truck bottomed out on the snow and my tires were just dangling in the air. Uh, I can think of multiple times I have gotten st stuck in a four-wheel drive truck. I think this experience of getting stuck is um, it's, it's something that we all experience when, when we think about the kind of life we want to live. I mean, we all, we all want the abundant life that Christ is offering to us. He says, he says, I've come to bring you life abundant. Life like cruising down the highway with the top down, no tractor trailers, no one on the road. I always think of this um, Seinfeld episode where they tick out the middle line of a highway. <laughs> And um, Elaine is swerving in the road and she's saying how luxurious it is. I mean, that, that is the kind of life we want to live. We want to live a luxurious life, no obstacles, just free sailing down the highway. Um, but, but most of the, not most of the time, but sometimes we are stuck. We're in one place, we're trying everything we can, but we're just not moving. And in, and in some cases, we're getting deeper and deeper and deeper in the mud. And so uh, we're here to talk about being stuck. Ash Wednesday is I'm Stuck Day. Hmm. How do we get unstuck? How do we get out of this, this, um, this, this snowbank that we're in? The first step is pretty simple. It's just admitting it. It's simple, but it's not easy. I have had a lot of times where I am stuck and I think I am just gonna solve this on my own. I am gonna figure this out. And so I, I, I construct all kinds of methods to get unstuck. You know, I stick the board under the wheel so it'll catch, I'll dig it out, I will, um, uh, I'll add rocks in there so it can bite onto something. I have all kinds of strategies. Instead of just saying, I'm stuck, I try to do other things. And so the first step is always just saying, you know, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually not going anywhere and I can't go anywhere. Um, it's not easy to do that. And that's one reason we bring out the ashes uh, once a year. The ashes are here um, not to, um, make us despair or depressed, but it's the opposite. It's just to remind us that we're mortal, that we're finite, that, that um, we don't all have all the resources within us to do everything that we want to do in the world. It's not 
We're poor. In some way, all of us are poor. Some way, all of us are limited. In some way, all of us need something outside of ourselves. And the ashes are a very visceral, tangible, dirty reminder. Dirty because when I was getting the ashes ready, I had it all over my hands. And it just, it just gets everywhere, you know. And, and, it, and, it, and it, we need that kind of reminder. We need to remind ourselves that we are mortal, that we're finite, um, and that we need help. T.S. Eliot wrote a poem called Ash Wednesday. And he begins the poem, because I do not hope, because I do not hope to turn again, because I do not hope to turn. And he repeats it over and over and over again because he doesn't want to go back. And, and a lot of times this is what we struggle with, with, with admitting that we're stuck, is we don't, we realize we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go backwards and figure out how we got here. And for some people that's a dangerous thing to do. We don't want to go backwards. It's scary. You know, if I'm, if I'm stuck in a snowbank and it's, it's late at night, and, and if I admit I'm stuck, and if I figure out the way I got here was because I was driving like an idiot, and I admit all that, that's a dangerous thing to admit. That's, that's depressing, and it can lead to despair, and we don't want to be there. And in that case, we may as well lie down in the snowbank. I do not hope to turn again. I do not hope to turn. He doesn't want to go back. When I was in high school, I had read an article, a fascinating article about a man who had lost everything. He had lost his family. He had lost his home. He would lost his job. I mean, he had lost everything. He was by himself. He was sort of like a Joe kind of figure. And, and, uh, and there was a line in that article that stood out to me the interviewer said, well, what are you going to do? And he said, I'm just going to have to keep going. And that phrase, keep going, really stood out to me. And it was also because I had a friend of mine at the time who was overseas on a kind of study abroad sort of situation and got into a whole bunch of trouble. Didn't mean to, didn't intend it, but got into like really like wild trouble for, a, for a, like a 19-year-old. Uh, hanging out with somebody who ended up robbing a bank. I mean, it was, it was wild, a wild situation. And so she sent me the email and, 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 and just kind of unloaded everything that had gone wrong. And at the very end of the email, she said, I'm not really sure what to do next, but I think I just have to keep going. And so, you know, those two things coming to me, it sort of brought this sort of like simple philosophy of life into my mind. Maybe, maybe that's the most basic philosophy of life, is that we just, no matter what happens, no matter what suffering you know, we experience, no matter how difficult it is, maybe we just have to keep going. And I, I still feel like there's some wisdom to that in a really, really, really severe crisis. But I also think of something C.S. Lewis said, which is, when you find yourself on the wrong road, going further down the road isn't helpful. You do have to go back and figure out where you turned wrong. Keeping going isn't always the best solution. Sometimes we just have to stop and say, I'm, I'm lost, I'm stuck, or whatever. 
and then something else happens. And it, what, what has always surprised me is that every time I have sort of stopped and looked at my truck and, and looked at my tires that are like smoking because I've been spinning them forever, and every time I've done this and I've said, you know what, I am stuck. I've always got help. There's always been someone to help me. There was a time behind my house when somebody was walking by and said, hey, I'll go get you a tow rope. Or when I was at, when I was at the farm, it was on a weekend, so there's hardly any staff there. But I remember a guy who um, had commandeered a minivan and was um, giving people uh, rides and inner tubes up and down the main road of Harvest Farm in the oh. minivan. <laughs> and, uh, and he happened to be close by and he said, oh, I'll help you, I already have a, I already have a rope on the back of the minivan. Uh, we ended up needing the tractor. But, um, uh, but, but in every situation, I remember getting stuck at the top of a mountain, getting trees for our living nativity. Um, lots of living nativity connections. And, uh, and I was at the top of the mountain, and I had said, I had said I'm stuck, and, and someone came up and got me out of that one too. And every single time, it has not led to me freezing to death in a snowbank. I'm, I'm, I'm here alive. It's a miracle. Honestly, it is sort of a miracle that I still live. Um, but what has happened is I've gotten help every time. And so this is why we should never be afraid of something like confession. This is why we should never be afraid of even something like regret. Uh, it's because there is this precious gift that we have been given called forgiveness. And if we've got this gift, why not use it? It's so beautiful. Every time we ask for forgiveness, God is faithful and just and offers forgiveness to us every single time. And so, yes, we're here for the ashes. Yes, we're here for mortality, but we're also here to be forgiven, to get help, to get unstuck, so that we actually can get on the luxurious highway and go back and forth so that we can sail down the road into the abundant life that Christ is offering to us when he says, I have come to bring you life, life abundant, um, to experience the joy, the joy that God gives us when he says, when, when, um, when it says in John that our joy may be complete. All of that is not reserved for us down, you know, at the end of life, and it's not meant to be in these like isolated sparks of existence. It's supposed to be the norm. And all we have to do is get unstuck. And God is there with the tow rope waiting to help us, all of us. So that's what we're doing here today. I invite you into this time of unstucking, unsticking, and, um, and we'll do it together. A word about these ashes, um, they connect us to something larger than just our own stuckness. These ashes are specifically from uh, wildfires uh, just west of us, from the, from the burning trees. And, and so they remind us that um, creation itself is stuck, that the larger world is stuck. We know this about society, we know this about um, even what's going on in Europe. Uh, and we know that uh, creation groans 
for the redemption of the sons of God, as Paul writes in Romans. And so it's, it's a connection to that larger unstuckness that God promises to redeem for all of us. Let's pray. Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and penitence, that we may remember that it is only by your gracious gift that we are given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. May the peace of Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness and protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into these doors. Amen. Go in peace.